All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to this uh, episode. This is a very special episode of Just Another Sports Podcast. We didn't think we were going to do an episode this week, but then uh, a few things happened. We thought Bryce Harper would get traded. He didn't. That kind of ignited Josh, though, to call in. So he's gonna. We're gonna call him actually in a in a minute or two. But I have to welcome in the very special guest this week, uh, who is gonna have a lot to say. And I just hope he doesn't cuss because I think he might. Uh, Alan Etzler, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. That was a. Is, you put me over a lot better than when we do the Uncut podcast. That's right. And I hope we can incorporate language like "put over" for the next yeah. 45 minutes. And, <laughs> And all of that. So we, we're going to talk a lot about baseball. You you played baseball in your life. I did. And you might go play baseball again. I would like I would like to. Um, yeah, I would like to get involved in some of the kind of sort of semi-pro, I guess is what they call them, leagues that we have around Frederick. Uh, but you should. I missed my opportunity this year, so that's something that has to wait till next year. I um. miss it, though. I miss it too. I miss watching you play baseball. You never saw a game of mine in your life. That's true. So with that said, I think we're going to call Josh uh, and we're going to hear the, we're going to hear and ring. We're going to hear him care about something too. This is going to yeah, be hopefully. cool. Hopefully. Yeah. There it is. I just hope he immediately answers with an F-bomb. <laughs> Hello? Josh, you're live. Uh, hey. You're live on air coming direct where are you where are you at right now uh you want me to paint you a picture or like yes what? please paint a picture um the sun is out there are, uh beautiful pine trees in front of me uh there's a boat um you know truth or consequences new mexico is a, is a fantastic place <laughs> what are you drinking uh says here g2 glacier freeze it's mm. low sugar gatorade <laughs> 30 calories per bottle. I'm I'm rehydrating, Colin. I, uh, it's that's important. That's important. <laughs> I've been out in the sunshine all day, you know, enjoying uh-huh. your 19th week of vacation. Look, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, I work lots of Friday nights and Saturday nights, Alan. Sure. I deserve I deserve all the vacation. Sure. <laughs> we called our freelancer Josh Smith in today <laughs> to see what opinions he had about national sports topics. Uh, so so what do you, have you guys started without me? Have you guys been talking already? Oh, yeah. We, we, we talked for a couple minutes and then just called you. It was our producer Graham's brilliant idea to put you right on the spot. I was hoping that you would say something, you know, very bad when you picked up the phone and insult <laughs> us, but that didn't happen. And I'm convinced no. Alan's going to say a bad word sometime in the next half an hour, too. Never. So. Alan would never say a bad word. Never. Not on air. Who's, who's more likely to say a bad word on the air? Me, Alan, Colin, or Greg? Ooh. What well, What do you think, Alan? Well, I don't think it would be Greg, and I don't think it would be Josh just because of his general indifference to everything. Oh, really? Uh, I would have bet big on me. No, I mean in in regular talk, yeah, sure. But when we're on air and we're talking about sports topics, you typically don't really care enough to to get heated. Um, I I feel bad saying me, but I feel like it's going to be because Colin's going to try to get me to do it. Uh, he absolutely no. will. Yeah, yeah, of course I will. Yeah. So stay tuned, everybody, and let's see if we can get Alan fired. Uh, <laughs> We we want to start. We want to start, of course, with all the baseball stuff. You are an Orioles fan, Josh. 
where is your heart right now? Are you happy? Are you sad? Oh my God. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so glad that they are finally, they finally done what I wanted them to do. Like, and I, and I, honestly, I'm kind of sad. They kept Adam Jones. I'm kind of sad that some of the other guys are still in the, like get rid of everybody. I don't care. I don't care about this year. There's, there's the catchphrase. I don't care. It didn't take long to get yeah. There. I don't care. Where's the music? <laughs> Drop that in. Look, I don't care about this year. I don't care about next year. Call me in two years. I'm going to be paying more attention probably to the keys than I've ever paid attention to, or for, to Bowie or to Norfolk or what, you know what I mean? Like those are the places that these guys that they're, that they've, that they've acquired through all these trades are going to be playing. I could give a rat's butt about what actually happens with the Orioles this year, the rest of this year or next year for that matter. What, how do you guys feel about what went down? I'll let Alan go. Um, I think it was the right move. I questioned you know how good some of the players they got were. Yeah. I, I thought they got the best return. They had a good return in the Dodgers trade for Manny. I yeah. thought they could have gotten better. But I, I, the best return they got was in the scope trade. They got two of the Brewers' top prospects, which was a little surprising to me. Um, you don't think it was um, getting getting three pitchers from a, a stacked Yankees organization? Well, I mean, I just don't think those three pitchers are particularly highly rated. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I they that. might they might develop, and they, but they're going to the Orioles. I mean, any pitcher that the Orioles get, they're just going to ruin. So, I exactly. I read today comments from Duquette, which were hilarious, and he probably wasn't trying to be funny, but he said that, <laughs> and he he said that these these prospects that they got from the Brewers were like not highly thought of within the Brewers organization because they have such a good minor league system. Yet, and he admitted. They're going to come to the, our organization, and they're going to be highly yeah. coveted. They're going to be highly thought of. Like, what does that say? That's, I mean, he's basically admitting that their farm system is garbage. But Is he um, gone? Is, is this Dan Duquette's last I know. year? Man, that's a great question. Well, he just they got 15 him... players in return for four. Exactly. Yeah, so I, how I, many of them will ever see a major league field? I mean, that's to be seen. I think he gets a little bit of time for the re- so like, for this okay, Adam, rebuilding. What is the, yeah, exactly. What is the successful return? Is... If 15 out of 15 guys, how many need to make it to the majors and become regular starters for this to be a successful um, sell-off? I think if you look at their farm system, close to all 15. I was. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say a third of them. I'm gonna say five need five. to make it. To the yeah, I was gonna say five. I was actually open. Oh, I was thinking of seven, but I think five's more realistic. Okay. Colin, or Alan thinks. Alan says all 15. <laughs> I mean, their farm system has just been raided, and they it was yeah. of their own doing. I mean, they yeah. called up so many of their guys in the farm system all at once, which is fine. Yeah. But I think um, it left a lot had, of work to do. Right. Friend of the show, Jason Lockenford, yes. uh, <laughs> talked about how great um, the lower levels of the system are they're not great, but like that's where their really good players are. And that's where he was he was anxious to see how those guys develop in Frederick and in Delmarva. So we're probably a couple of years off from any of those guys, you know, making making it to the majors. Um I do want to but, plug there was a column yes. written by our own Greg Swatek that yeah. we may be seeing a Frederick's own up uh, with the major Brand, league staff Brand here Klein. soon. What are your all's thoughts on that? Well, Graham wants to shoot it, so whenever Absolutely. whenever that Look, time comes, we all all of us the whole newsroom credentials for that and go down to the <laughs> Oriole game. <laughs> because, dude, we haven't had anybody 
in the major leagues with Frederick County connections since Garrett Stevenson pitched for the Cardinals way, way, way back in, I think it was 2003. Now, he wasn't even a Frederick County graduate. He was he played at Linganore High School for one year and then went to Washington County and finished out his high school career at wherever, Boonesboro, or I don't even know where he went. But And beyond that, I think you have to go back to, like, the 60s or something before, like, a Frederick County graduate played in the major leagues. So if Brandon Klein makes it, this if they call Brandon Klein up from Bowie this year, that would be a huge deal for Frederick County. That would be so awesome. And I, I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, I other than the fact that they've acquired a bunch of other pitchers now, right, that could displace him or push him back. Well, what it would what we definitely need is one of those fan stories that I know you love so much that other publications <laughs> do. So I, I would be on my way down there to cover it from a feature perspective, and you would immediately shun everything that I did. So thanks, Josh. <laughs> thanks. Drink your Gatorade. Maybe. <laughs> maybe I would let you. Maybe I would. I would entertain the idea of you writing a sports story if Brandon Klein makes it to the major leagues. I'm going to ask you actually both of you guys a question. I asked this to Jason Lockenfora, and I've asked you this a lot, Josh. But we'll start with you, Alan, since you're the resident baseball player, expert, <laughs> expert. He's an expert. Yeah, it's like having played at the college level. I know. It's like we have Kenny Rosenthal in here right now. So I love this push. I got the uh, rocket strapped to me tonight, man. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> putting you over hard so what i want to know is uh is buck back next year i don't think so i think duquette probably gets another year i don't think buck does and that's kind of unfortunate but yeah i think he's i think buck is a good manager but i think he's had his chance i mean they've been to the playoffs several years he's made very questionable decisions especially with pitching (laughs) in all of those circumstances i just don't know how he survives uh, one more year where they're, I mean, they're not even going to, sn- they might already be mathematically eliminated. How old is he? Oh, he's, I, I can't like look early it up. Like early 60s? Uh, Alan's going to look it up right now. You'd have to think so. The thing, you know, I was talking about this the other day. The thing that kind of bothers me about Buck, even though I'm inclined to like him, is that the media is so cuddly with him because mm-hmm. he's a member, a former member of the media. And, and I that really seems to bother me at this point. Cause they, like, uh, you know, the point that's, that you just mm. made, Alan, there's no reason he should have this job. They're not at this point. There isn't. He's 62, by the 62, way, 62. Okay. but he's, he's really escaped in, in the large portion of his tenure. He's escaped all criticism. I know because the media loves him and he uh, escaped criticism on the Britain decision, which yeah. was, I mean, he got a little bit from, but mostly if you go back and look, that was from player analysts. Yeah. From the Pedro Martinez is, um, that are on those shows. And so I, I imagine he'll go back to TV because they love him oh, so much yeah. as an analyst. And he's good. And yeah. he's good on TV. Yeah, he is good, but that's part of why, you know, I don't want to that, say that's why, the, that's why they love him so much. Cause right. he, he conducts his, he conducts his press conferences like a guy that's sitting on the, on the desk at, in, in Bristol, Connecticut, you know, I mean, that's, right. <laughs> that's what's so great about him is his press conferences are like, you know, he's very open and he gives great quotes. And, um, I, I guess I, I have to completely, Look, I like him. I, I really love, you know, the, the run that he's had there. But I, I have to agree with Alan. If you're going to do this and do it right, they got to cut ties with him and just kind of start over with somebody else. Do you get somebody I young? Know. I guess you do. I mean, he does have a nice touch with younger guys. Um, but I, I think Alan's absolutely right. It's it's over. I, I, I was ready for them to just cut bait with everybody and just start fresh. And that means also getting rid of Buck. I said 
I said yesterday, one of my, uh, it was probably one of the most uh, liked and retweeted tweets ever was that they, ever, ever, <laughs> that they traded the, the bird in a three cases and Natty Bow for Carmelo Anthony yesterday. So I, I, I saw, I saw on Twitter that I, I bring that up because I saw on Twitter, I think it was Chris Davis who said he was very thankful to still be in Baltimore. Oh yeah. He's going to get another $40 million. So they just cleared up. So you, got, you guys don't like him. I, he's a bad baseball hey. player. Yeah. I mean, it's not a like or dislike to. thing. He's just not good at hitting baseballs. There was a time when he was. He isn't anymore. So there's no reason to like him. <laughs> oh, it's wow. Really very That's so harsh. There's no reason to like him. <laughs> so, Look, we, you know, he's supposed to make them a better team. As a, from, from a fan's perspective, uh, you know, that's the most important thing. And he doesn't make them a better team. So I don't like him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's move from Baltimore uh, down the road to Washington. Uh, part of the reason that oh, wait, we... wait, 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 can we can we just like let me let me stop real quick and see if you... I wanted to do open a Medusa's box unless you had a Medusa's Ooh, box. Ooh, I, I don't have a Medusa's box, so we'll drop right, in the well, music right was, here. And... Okay, yeah, go ahead, Colin. Go ahead. <laughs> Great. <laughs> now, so, so my my question was before we leave the Orioles discussion, we can talk about them real quick and open Medusa's box and say. Who would you rather be out of the guys that they traded? Would you rather be Zach Britton on the Orioles? Would you rather be Manny Machado on the Dodgers? Would you rather be Jonathan Scope on the Brewers? Or would you rather be uh, Gosman and O'Day, who's hurt, um, on the Braves? Wow. For this this season. For this season, yeah. Because I was going to say the Braves are very young, and I think they're going to be good for a while. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's kind of – Gosman will be a part of that. That that's kind of my first inclination, yeah. Alan. Uh, a million ways to Sunday, I would rather be Manny Machado. I knew you were gonna like, say Like, are you that. kidding me? I'm gonna get a World Series ring, then I'm gonna get paid. Then I'm gonna get paid, and I can go wherever I want. Well, I just, I, you know yeah. what? I want less money, low key. Sure, <laughs> sure you do. I, I'm sure you don't want five hundred million dollars over the next ten he years. Wants, He's he gonna get the Bryce Harper like, contract. Oh, absolutely, Alan. Yeah. Alan, Coors Light doesn't cost that much. That's true. He could sit in, in the corner on, on a stack of like 30 packs. That's yeah, right. Like, yeah. in, the, in the locker room. Yeah. And then, you know, make sure I have a few in the oven to drink. <laughs> and then. Right. So, okay. What, how about you, Josh? Well, who would you be? Manny uh, Machado? A, yeah, it would either be Manny or Britain, just because the Yankees are the Yankees. Um, I'd rather be Manny. Yeah. I, I like what I, I, like I the wonder. Dodgers this year. I wonder the role he has with them. Manny? No, Britain with the Yankees. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, they're, what the heck? They got, that that, that bullpen got to be, you know, on paper, the greatest of all time. I mean, it's one of them. Zach Britton as a setup guy. Yeah, maybe. Right? Yeah. Maybe. Right. I don't know how, how have they even used him? I haven't even noticed. I I know he, he did, he pitched poorly in his first outing. He gave up like, I think he gave up a couple of he loaded the bases and gave up a couple of runs or something like that in his first outing. It was booed. I won't be surprised <laughs> if he ends up being the Andrew Miller of that bullpen in, yeah. in the playoffs and that he can come in in the sixth or the fifth or the seventh or the eighth or the ninth. And oh he, he's essentially just a lefty guy to come out of the bullpen, but I don't think he has a defined role. How's that? How crazy is that? Here's a guy who was probably two years ago. Uh, hailed as having the greatest pitch in all of Major League Baseball, and he's like the guy you bring out of the bullpen in the sixth inning. I think that's <laughs> well, what it could end up being. 
their bullpen is that good. I want to I want to yeah. ask you guys though, especially as baseball people, much more than than I. Uh, I know in football, when you trade within the division, it's usually a bad sign. Like you, yeah, when, good point. when Donovan McNabb went to the Washington Redskins and the Eagles got rid of him within the NFC East, people said Donovan McNabb, he's got to be done. Like he, he must be done. Cause why would they get rid of him to trade him within the division? Yep. The Orioles and Yankees, like, is that, does that work in baseball in the same way? Do you look at any of that stuff with kind of a slanted eye? It's hard to tell with Britain because he got so few opportunities this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Typically, I view it as that's a desperate team doing a desperate thing, and it's weird to say the Orioles at 127 games under 500 are, are desperate, <laughs> but they were desperate to clear house. <laughs> I think you're exactly right. Like under normal circumstances, this would be a questionable thing, but they're they're cleaning house, man. They don't care who. They're just trying. Look, they they know they looked at the Yankees and said this is the best farm system probably in the entire right. in the entire league. Let's let's get what we can out of their system. Yeah. So normal, normally, yes, it would be kind of a red flag. I think you're right, Colin. But, um, but not now. But but not now. It's a fire sale. It's clearance. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Eighty percent off. I, I yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Why, okay. why, I wonder what they like. What offers they even got for Bundy? You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, for that they, you know, they're gonna <laughs> ship. They're gonna ship them. I think Colorado is gonna give them ten packs of Coors Original and <laughs> and some like some free pot or something from out there. <laughs> Uh, so sounds like a good deal. Yeah, go, <laughs> going going back down. That's the, what you need to watch an O's game. That's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're not over under. Are they? They're not. I don't think they're going to win fifty games. I don't think so. Josh. Ooh, no, not now. Yeah, I, I don't no, think they're going to win fifty stunned. games. Um, so uh, a big reason why we wanted to get on this week was because there was a small window of time where we thought that Bryce Harper might be traded and that would have been a really big deal of course he wasn't and now he says he's very happy to be a national is he back next year Josh we'll start with you uh no no I think uh when you you um tell people that he's available um that probably signals the end of his time in Washington I don't know what they can offer him. I don't know what their situation is. Five hundred million. But in terms, in terms of money, I don't know. I don't know what they can offer him. But I know that they in the farm system they have some guys. They have yeah. people that could take his place, and young guys who could take his place. And I think you're going to see. I, I still, I'm going to stand by it. They're going to make a run. They're going to make a push. Ooh. And I don't know if they're going to make it to the playoffs, but I think there's. I still think they're going to make a push. They just scored 25 runs last night. <laughs> I think you're going to score 25 runs again tonight. Well, I'm glad you said that. Alan was explaining to me today about what happened when, when the, I don't even know which pitcher from the Nationals gave Sean, up. The, Sean Kelly, a reliever. Sean Kelly, a reliever, gave up a home run, slammed his glove down, and today woke up without a job. <laughs> no. Yeah. He's in the minors. He's got a job. Yeah, but why? So what, <laughs> Josh, explain to me, because I got an earful from Alan earlier about, what are you teaching kids if you do that? How dare he does that? I don't think I sound I like that. <laughs> that was good. That was a good album. That was I had, good some, I had some bass in my voice, okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't honestly I don't know enough about that. I just saw the headline today. I don't know enough about Sean Kelly one way or the other to tell you how that could happen. Do you think um, it's okay to throw your glove in the middle of a game? What was the score when he when that 20, happened? Twenty twenty five to four. They were up no. by three <laughs> touchdowns. 
No, it's, it's idiotic. I mean, I know you want I, – I, obviously, every time you go out, you put your best foot forward as a professional athlete. But, no, just walk back to the dugout. Like, I mean, that, that game was a joke. Ryan Zimmerman, like, got hit late in the game and acted like he was going to charge the mound and laugh. And it was a joke. The game was a joke. So, you know, maybe that – there's a lot of lesson teaching in Washington now. Did you see Trey Turner got benched for not running the first base uh, hard enough? couple of like last week or something like that yeah um, yeah well okay so, so now there if i'm if i correct me if i'm wrong i do believe their manager is davy martinez mm-hmm. yeah uh with such a disappointing year and let's say they lose bryce harper and this is i mean they've had incidents mostly surrounding bryce harper yeah. this year where people are not running out balls they're not you know it, it seems like an yeah. undisciplined team at times strasburg was confronted by Max Scherzer, who's who's just the. I mean, I would, if I had a top five, if I had five picks in the Major League Baseball draft to build a team around, the each five would be Max Scherzer. He's the best. He's the best. That's a. That's a I like that too. They handled yeah. that terrifically, though. I thought I can understand that they were having a problem, but they handled it the absolute right way. Yeah, you're but, right. You're but, right. But Max Scherzer, you, he's a bulldog. You yeah, and Strasburg yeah. is too. No, Strasburg is a willow. He just. He, he, I comp- yes, he is. <laughs> He, he, is, he has he has the intensity of a he's a he's a fine number two starter that's yeah. all he is and and he, i want my number two starters to be bold all he no he's not though he's a willow he's he intense. wants to pitch in los angeles he wants to pitch in 80 70 degree weather sunny if it's yeah he's i i'm, I'm not even going to talk what about do you have to back that up has he asked to be traded to los go, angeles he didn't he didn't want to go on the open market he was like happy to just yeah. take whatever Washington threw at him and signed that extension instead of getting to the open, getting yeah. to free agency. He hadn't done anything to earn anything on the open well, market. Well, that's true. Wasn't that's it, true. wasn't it uh, the playoffs last year where he like had a cold and said, I'm just not going to start. <laughs> Didn't that have, was throat. Yeah. He had strep throat or something. Come on. I don't know. And he's yeah. a bulldog. Really? Maybe that's best. Is it, is it better for him to sit out or go out and give up 10 runs? Cause he was sick. He was going to give out 10 runs anyway. It was the playoffs. Well, he's then not he should have gr- sat anyway. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's just he's the worst so anyways Davey Martinez back I, is he to blame for all this this year what do we think no, I don't think they're, they've gone through many, too many managers recently uh, you know Matt Williams was there for a cup of coffee made some stupid decisions got yeah. canned um, they brought the, Dusty in would he, they I mean who, I, I really would wonder where would they be if Dusty was yeah. the manager this year yeah that has to be the question he had a good relationship with Bryce Harper it seemed too well yeah okay well you just mentioned Bryce again you, you posed that question initially what do you guys think is he coming back? Alan, you're the insider. I I think from a if I am the general manager or the manager of the Washington Nationals, if I bring Bryce Harper back, there is no way I'm not resigning him. I have to have some type of trust that he is signing with us long term or else I'm going to trade him and get what I can for him on the open market, which would have been probably probably more than any other player has ever netted. In a trade. in a trade, that's an interesting point. I guess I hadn't thought of that. And I that's I th- really good. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think he, I think him going to Davy and asking, "Hey, what's going on?" and Davy saying, "We're not trading you," says a lot about Davy's intention. So I think at least Davy Martinez wants him there. Um, hmm. Whether they actually can physically afford to keep him there, I I don't know. But uh, 
I think they'd have to have some type of knowledge to say that we are. But I I buy into him for some reason. I know you should never really do that with an athlete, but he seems to embrace Washington, and Washington seems to embrace him. And the home run derby thing was just like literally magical. It really was. Yeah. It's hard for me to believe that he couldn't give him a hometown discount. You know, I know he's got Scott Boris, who is you know a shark, but. When it comes but apparently to, he has a good relationship with the Nationals. So yeah, that's um, true. And they got—he's also Strasburg's agent, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. got that done. So I—I I, I mean, with something like this, it, I think it'd be really sad to see Bryce go. And I believe him when he says he's still—he's happy to still be on the team. I don't think they're going to make a run. But if with with that said, let's say they make your run, Josh. They make the run, yeah. and let's even say they get to the World Series, but they lose. Does Bryce Harper come back no matter what? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, man, I, that's um. I, I really like what Alan had to say about. It. I, I don't even know what, like, how close did they even come to? Yeah, I mean, that's they, the question. I, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I have no idea. That I I was gonna say they they have to have you know they have to at least meet him somewhere with an offer. Yeah, I think the O said I they mean, give him Chris Davis. No, I. <laughs> I mean, if they're going to keep him in the off season, they have to be somewhere in the realm. And I don't know how much that is or how much they afford yeah. or can well, afford. But I, I was reading because I'm as an Indians fan, they were looking for an outfielder, and I kept reading that the Indians were calling about Bryce. And I know for a f- like, I don't know for a fact, but I would be like ninety nine percent positive that. Who are you, Tim Kirk? I was just that, gonna say yeah, Tim Kirk. Jim that Josh, any any trade say. for Bryce Harper would have started with Tristan McKenzie or Shane Bieber, who are the the tribe's top two prospects. And I don't I don't okay. see anybody offering less than that. They're, they're top one or two guys. Well, speaking of Tim Kirchin, he was on the Dan Patrick show this, this morning, and I caught it. And he said, through all of his reporting and all his connections, he heard nothing of um, what what was offered. Like, if there were offers on the table for Harper, what those were. Um, he doesn't think that they really were they really were shopping him too hard. It was probably so, people calling the Nationals and saying, hey, is Bryce available? And them saying, well, not really. But wait a second here. Right. Wait, why would then, on the eve of the trading deadline, the report come out that's clearly, you know, intentional yeah. from the Nationals camp that says we he's up for sale? Now, whether or not they knew they were going to get offers or they didn't get offers, whatever it was, maybe the whole idea was that was never in play anyway. They just wanted to send a message to Bryce. I was I was going to say the same thing. Maybe that's a way to light a fire under a guy who's had a subpar season to this point on a team that's had a subpar mm-hmm. season to this yeah. point. That if he's available, everybody's available. Maybe, and then mm-hmm. they come out and score two touchdowns or three, four touchdowns. Yeah. So, I with, with something like this, I wonder. Like I, I really, really wonder. We talked, you know, another friend of the show, Barry Sverluga. We had him on a couple weeks ago and asked him about how much money Bryce would get. And mm-hmm. there was one point, I think you brought it up, Josh, that he thought or he wanted to get, he wanted to be a $500 million man. And Sverluga said, that's not going to happen no matter where he goes now. At the best, right. best case scenario, he could maybe, you know, land a $300 million contract. So if that's the case, does that mean the Nationals are more in play? Probably. I think so. I mean, the less money, the easier it is to afford him, I yeah. guess. I don't know. I don't know. But I hope he's back because I like him. I do too. I know he rubs <laughs> a lot of people the wrong way. We've been over this, um, you know, a million different ways about about him. Alan, we, you haven't been on before. We've expressed our, we've all expressed our opinions about Bryce Harper. What's your opinion of him 
as a player and as a personality? Uh, I love him as a player. I always was skeptical of how he would do as a hitter, and I'm seeing a little bit of the things that I thought he would struggle with. I'm seeing him struggle with this year. Um, but he said he would be happy if he hit, you know, only 250 but 50 home runs or something like that. That's fine, but that's not who he is, I don't think. Who is he? I think he's a I think he's a 40-40-300 guy. Hmm. I think he could steal 40 bases if he wanted to. I love the way he plays. Yeah. He plays so hard. He plays with reckless abandon. He hustles he, most of the time. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> most and of the time. I, I think, you know, a lot of times he's not given, because of what he can do with his bat, not given a lot of credit for what he can do with the glove and his arm. The guy has an absolute missile attached to his shoulder. He does, and he plays center sometimes, and yeah. they moved him in. I was watching the other night. They moved him in the first base play uh, late, late, late innings against, uh, I guess it was extra innings against Miami. Uh, they had they ended up having five infielders or something, and, brought him in the first base it didn't work but you know he's showing <laughs> that he can do that too right that was a bad series with the marlins wasn't it yeah that was yeah, the, they, that was the series that sparked all the yeah. trade talk yeah so i guess we'll see what what happens i don't think the nats have a run do you alan yeah i do you do I think so, so you you and As, josh are both on i look that at side. i look at their division and i don't think you know i'm not all in on the phillies i'm not all in on the braves i think the braves are probably the second best team in that division but i, I still think if everyone is playing at their optimal level, I, th- I think the Nationals are far and away the best team in the division. Well, yeah. The, I mean, people had them going to the World Series. Right. You okay. just have to get uh, nine people, guys. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you, you just have to get nine guys to get on the same page at the right time. Yeah. And I think they'll be able to They're do it. They're running out of time, though. They are. They're yeah. running out of time. Any other headlines from the, the trade deadline that either of you would like to talk about? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, um the Yankees and Red Sox are they just continue adding pieces. Uh who do you guys see coming out on top uh in the AL East? It's hard not to think New York isn't going to win that. I I think in a text earlier today Josh you said you compared them to the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean look at they may add Andrew McCutcheon and like yeah. Lance Lynn and Babe Hap Ruth and, yeah. And Britain and Babe Ruth is you know came back from the dead and <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's crazy. Like everywhere you look on on their team, there's an all star. So. Yeah, and it's I I think the even more intriguing thing about them is it looks like they can keep this up for a while. Yeah, the Braves yeah. have set or the the Red Sox, sorry, have several guys: Mookie Betts, uh, Jackie Bradley Jr., um, Xavier uh, or Xander Bogarts. Sorry, their their deals are up soon. There's a what was that? Sorry, there's the door closing. Are in you? Back. What's that? I what thought kind that of was door was that? <laughs> I thought your son was crying. Um, but the the Red Sox have several guys who are who are going to be up uh, to hit the market soon. I don't know that they can keep all of them. I think Kimbrel walks after this year. So um, the Yankees are kind of scary. In the yeah, Yankees wait, wait. Very young, yeah. This just in, I got an alert. LeBron James is going to the Yankees. Yeah, that sucks. Uh-huh. Uh, I was so hoping. This. I was hoping for a good year in L.A. with. <laughs> His reality show basketball support, Rajon Rondo, and yeah, Javale McGee. So you neither. So are you with the Yankees over the Sox too? Probably, yeah, I okay. think so. Josh, how about you? Um, I mean, the Sox are just. It doesn't even seem like they they lose. What do they lose? Like once a week? I mean, it's crazy <laughs> how good they've been. Um, I don't know. I think I'm going Boston. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say I, Boston. I think they'll the both division. make the playoffs, and I think I would probably take Boston in the series. Mm. Okay, because of the starting rotation. I mean, yeah, you have a guy like Sale. Bullpen. 
Yeah, but you have a guy like Sale who can. He's a he's a win almost every time he goes out there. Yeah. You start him three judges, times. Judges, judges hurt, right? He's you start out him for... twice in four days if you want. Yeah, judge. What? It's his hand, I think. His wrist. Yeah. He broke something. Broke something. Yeah. Yeah, he got hit by a pitch. He's out for at least a month or three weeks or something. So, we'll see how that affects them. Probably mm-hmm. not very much, but. Hmm. It's isn't it fun when the Yankees are back? I don't think, I think so. so. Okay. No. <laughs> At the same time, I Alex says it. I don't think so. I Josh says it. I think so. I'm an Indians fan. I want the Indians to be back. But Josh is an Orioles fan. They haven't been back since 1960 or something. They well, were back last good. year. They were in a they, World they Series. They didn't go anywhere. No, it was two years ago. They lost in the first round last year. What were you going to say, Josh? Well, I, you know, all things being equal, if the Yankees. Um, you know, when the Orioles are good, you want the Yankees to be good too because you want them to be able to beat the Yankees to make that statement. You don't want the Orioles to beat up on the Yankees when they're, you know, when they're not at full strength or something like that. So I think it's good. No, you want the it's Yankees to suck and then you want Buck Showalter to put Zach Britton in the game. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, you always want that. That it didn't happen. Okay, so that's our that concludes our baseball coverage for this year. Um, <laughs> Probably Was that the most we've talked about baseball? I think that's the most this podcast has talked about baseball Josh, yeah. what do you think? I think yeah. you're right I mean normally I think we get into a discussion Close to the series or whatever in the playoffs and, But it doesn't last How long we've been going yeah, here Yeah, that's good This Half is our hour. Actually, this I would call this our trade deadline special A day late That's what I <laughs> yeah. would call it um, The NFL is back in the news uh, you sent out a tweet. <laughs> it's never not. Are they in the ever news. not? Yeah, there, it's never not in the news. You sent out a tweet earlier this week, Josh, about the Vikings and how how in the hell did they end up getting some of these deals they got? You wanna you wanna talk about that a little? Because it looks like the Vikings oh, are gonna win the next five Super Bowls. No, they won't. They'll, like I'm already like fretting this season. Like I'm already looking. I just read a feature story on Jimmy Garoppolo, and I'm like, oh my god. They got him week one. They're going to lose. They're going to be 0-1. <laughs> the season's going to hell. Like, I've already resigned myself to that. But, no, like, looking at what they've done, the gymnastics that they've been able to do with the salary cap is just unreal. They've signed, like, all of these all these star players that they've drafted. They've been able to sign to extensions, the, the most recent being Stefan Diggs, who I thought was gone. If you listen to our podcast, I told Greg I was, I was miffed last week about Diggs because Jarvis Landry got such a huge deal. I thought that would push – digs his value up and they wouldn't be able to afford him but damn if they didn't sign him to a contract extension yesterday and i was like doing and, jumping jacks I and mean, that was, was like that was more than landry right no i think uh maybe guaranteed money was a little less what did landry I, I, sign I for because his digs was 81 million dollars wow i i just read the feature on on landry in sports illustrated and it had the numbers outlined in it maybe it was less than that i think it was in the 70s or something like that um, over five years or what have you. So I don't know. I was just convinced that Diggs was gone. And after this year, they were going to be looking for a, looking to plug a gap at wide receiver with like a draft pick or something. And they were able to keep him. And I'm over the moon that they were able to do that, considering they've also signed Danell Hunt. Danell Hunter is a defensive end as a really young guy this offseason. Um, They've they've been able to re-sign Harrison Smith and Xavier Rhodes and uh, Eric right. Kendricks and all of these guys at every different level of their of their team really and they obviously broke the bank and gave Kirk Cousins a bunch of guaranteed money so to keep to have Diggs and Thielen together 
under contract through 2020 is a huge win for, for them in this day and age when wide receivers are so valuable. Yeah, but the jury's out on Kirk Cousins. Yeah. <laughs> I still it's true. I still have my uh, skepticism about him. Listen so to me. I, I you don't saw know. listen to me. You saw how good Case Keenum appeared to be yeah. last year because yeah. of Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins will will look just fine with those two guys <laughs> because he can actually throw an accurate pass. Like Keenum was was kind of erratic and Diggs and Thielen you know, made up for a lot of his flaws. Not that he didn't get the job done because he did. He made a lot of great plays for them. But I think Cousins is is a better is obviously a better quarterback in Case Keenum. So how many jur- or how many quarterbacks are the jury not out on though? Yeah, that's a good point too. Yeah, I guess Tom so. Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think the jury's out on Breeze Rob now that he's Turner. getting older. No, but he he did nothing last year to make you wonder about what's going on with him. Same thing with Brady. Speaking of our favorite, you just you just brought up Ben Roethlisberger, our favorite. I quarterback. did. Your, yeah. your favorite quarterback. My favorite. My personal favorite. Is he really? Quarter- no. Oh, okay. Good. Um, <laughs> did you see that? He's not only not. He's only not not only not his favorite quarterback. I think he's his least favorite human being in the world. I I I detest him, and from what I understand, it made Greg's brother want to fight me in the face. So, uh, I, I hope you're listening, Greg's brother. But in any case. Did you see this this silly story out out this week that Ben Roethlisberger lost 20, 40 pounds, some absurd amount of weight going into this season? And he needed to. He was eating. He's eating only salads and something like that. You're he's such a diva. Shut up. Every, like, <laughs> he's, was he on Tom Brady's diet? I, I don't know. I don't know. Every quarterback. Every quarterback <laughs> has lost ten pounds. Every running back has added ten pounds of muscle. Yeah. Every rookie is doing super-duper well learning the playbook. Every veteran is getting back to the basics and having a better offseason, the best offseason in years. And Cleveland's got a real shot at making the playoffs. Right, right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just I told you, I just read that Jarvis Landry feature. Do you know what Jarvis Landry said? He said that there's no reason why they can't win the Super Bowl this year in Cleveland. Oh, I believe that. That's, He's quoted that's as good. saying that in the Super Bowl. Take I'll, that future's I'll give you right one. Now. Tom Brady. <laughs> No, Alan's, Alan is 100% correct. Like, it's it's like every guy is in the best shape of his life, you know, yeah. in August. It's all just preseason garbage. Well, yep. speaking of preseason garbage, preseason garbage begins this week with the Hall of Fame game. Uh, who is it? Is it Chicago and somebody? No, Baltimore, Baltimore's in it. Baltimore, Baltimore okay. Plays. Baltimore, Lewis. Cincinnati? I don't know. <laughs> I've never either. watched I, a Hall of Fame game. <laughs> Who so cares? That answers yeah. the oh, here we go with that. <laughs> <laughs> so that answers the question. This this does not sort of spark your interest. Like it does not feel to me. It does not feel like football season yet. Does it feel to you guys like it's football season with the beginning of preseason football? It's not preseason football that does it for me. For me, it's fantasy football. That's right, Josh. Right. Josh, by the way, you want to join our league? I've sworn, you know, you know the answer is no. I've sworn it off. I know, but I thought off. you took a year off. You might, we could lure you back in. No, I didn't take a year off. I was in the league last year, and I oh. performed incredibly poorly, and I've, I'm done with it. I've washed my hands of it. So what you want to say is you'll think about it? <laughs> right. <laughs> what you're saying is there's well, a chance? <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. Uh, no, so, so, uh, so Alan's not interested in this Hall of Fame game. Colin, are you interested in this at all? I'm not, no. Not even to see, not not even to see how Tyrod Taylor does, because you know what's going to happen as soon as he gets on the field and starts lighting it up. Baltimore <laughs> is going to 
Baltimore's going to light up because I think Baltimore is ready to get rid of Joe Flacco, ready to bench Joe Flacco. Wait, Tyron? The first, not Tyron Taylor. I keep Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the Browns and Tyron. Yeah. Lamar Jackson is going to get on the field. And he's going to light it up, and Baltimore's going to go crazy. What do you guys think? I, I agree with that, and I'm excited for that because I like Lamar Jackson. I think when we uh, when we were talking about the draft, I was really high on him, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So I you were. So I I hope he does well, and I think he will do well. And I think I think the city's about done with Joe Flacco, as you said. What do you think, Alan? I hate the way Lamar Jackson throws. I oh, think he has it. such a, a long, you're off the podcast. He has such a long release, but I think he's everything think, is so technical with Allen. I, I think know. he's going to. I think he's going to do well. I, I think he'll figure it out. But I would prefer. I mean, we throw these rookie quarterbacks to the wolves. And I, I know. Would, I just let Joe Flacco suck for another year. Yeah. Or be <laughs> mediocre. Like whatever. Just yeah. Let, sit Baker Mayfield for three years. Right. Let yeah. him hold the clipboard. Learn the offense. Like really learn the offense. Mm-hmm. And then go up there, you know, get some guys to protect him. They got a pretty decent line in Baltimore. Get some guys to protect mm-hmm. him. Get him some weapons. They have virtually no <laughs> they have weapons. No. Well, I mean, they've re- they've tried to revamp their their receiving core. Who do they have? Michael, Michael Crabtree's their number one. I mean, I know. And, Steve uh, Smith. Who's the other kid, Willie Willie Sneed. Yeah, no. you're not really um, setting Lamar Jackson up for success there. Yeah, that's that's true. So I guess I guess what you're saying is. Uh, Sit all the rookies. I'll tell you, you're talking about clipboard? No, start the rookies. Throw the running backs to the Wolves. Okay. Yeah. The, you're talking about the clipboard. Uh, I think it's tomorrow night or maybe Friday night in prime time on ESPN. Oh, Mis- is it? Mr. Johnny Manziel. Yeah, Johnny Manziel. Uh, yeah. He's he's getting the start. He's getting the call for, I think, the worst team in the CFL. He coming off his year at Last Chance U? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just started watching that. Have you guys watched the most recent season that just came back, came out? It's phenomenal. The coach is insane. He is insane. He is insane. <laughs> he, he may be more insane than the previous guy I, who was like a I think he is. lunatic. Yeah. yeah. Right, will you watch Johnny Manziel? No. Josh? Fri- Friday night. Uh, I'm on vacation. Um, probably not. No, I'll just okay. – it'll be just one of the – it'll be highlights. I'll just, you know, I'll take Are you going to watch? Out what no, I'm did. not going to watch, no. But will you will you pay attention to that? Will you seek out the highlights? I will seek. Nope. I will absolutely seek out highlights on okay. Saturday morning. Okay. That will you, Alan? Be, No, I will not. Alan I'll, will I'll not. not. Alan seems to be disgusted by this whole line of questioning. I, uh, I'm. I, <laughs> if it's not talking about a launch angle, the uh, the Johnny Manziel story was just too much. <laughs> it was just too much. I just is he done? Is he ever going to make it back to the NFL? No, he what? He shouldn't no. have been there in the first place. Okay, let's settle down. Ooh. Wow, let's settle down. Baker Mayfield, will he be the next Johnny Manziel? No, he's going to be good. <laughs> he's going to be good. Yeah. Okay. You know how I they're different styles. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, they are. Yeah, he's going to be good. Both got drafted by the Browns. Guys, the Browns are going to win the World Series if you listen to the World Series. They're going to win the Super Bowl. No, the World Series. They have, they have about better. as good Maybe. a chance doing that. The World Series. Is Maybe better. they'll win the World Series, but they're definitely going to win the Super Bowl this year, according to Jarvis Landry. Uh, um, there's one other thing I want to get ga- to. This Gatorade is pretty strong. I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's one other thing I want to get to before we wrap up, and it's something just sort of tangential. Tangential. Uh, that probably nobody How do you paid it. Spell a, that. I don't know. Uh, t- <laughs> it's spelled F. No. Uh, so 
I'm fascinated by this story of Tristan Thompson and Draymond Green getting in a fist fight at an ESPYs after party. <laughs> and I want to know if there's anything you guys, if you heard about this, am I just springing yes. this on you? I haven't heard about it. This is new. So this was from the, the NBA finals when they got into a scuffle, I think at the end of the series, right, Josh? Yeah, it was. It was uh, right at the end of game, game four, I believe. Yeah. So they got into a big scuffle. Uh, apparently Tristan Thompson holds grudges for months on end <laughs> and they're out there. And I guess Draymond went up to him to say he was sorry. Draymond went yeah. up and he was like, Oh, I just want to make peace. And woo, woo. He got popped in the mouth with the phenomenal forearm. And, uh, is there video? Is there video? Of I it? don't think there's video, but from what I read, it was Kevin Durant and LeBron James to step in and break it up. So Ooh. my question to you guys is will this teach Draymond Green something? <laughs> no way. That guy's like he's like <laughs> No, he can he like... cannot learn a lesson. <laughs> right. He is He's Go ahead. He's the most punchable athlete in the world maybe. I mean, he's, you know, everybody <laughs> oh, Johnny Manziel. Everybody wants... <laughs> yeah, everybody wants to punch that guy in the face. So, um I don't think it's anything new for Draymond Green that people Draymond Green, the people want to punch him in the face. I think he goes out on a regular basis and just random people come up to him and probably want to punch him <laughs> in the face. So this is just, this is like standard fare for Draymond Green. Fair enough, Alan. I'm not I'm not surprised. I don't think he learns a lesson. I think he probably tries to punch Tristan Thompson below the belt in whatever game they play next year. Well, so that's kind of where my mind I, is at. I honestly can't wait to watch him and Grayson Allen on the same court together at some point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I, yeah, like Tristan Thompson doing this, if he doesn't think that at some point Draymond Green in some game, even though the Cavs are going to be awful this year, they're going to play at least once. Draymond Green's going to go for his knees. You know that. That's mm-hmm. going to happen. So Tristan Thompson, I don't know. You know what? Maybe if he would have been a, the, a shell of him that he was two or three years ago when they won a title, they could have had a chance to steal a game. But no, Tristan Thompson, you know, had a milk carton put on him or he was put on a milk carton throughout a lot of the playoffs. He's never going to be the same player again. How effective do we envision Kevin Durant being and breaking up a fight? (laughs) Like Draymond Green wanted that fight to be over with. That's true. Well, did LeBron? If Durant, if LeBron could hold anybody back, Draymond Green wasn't doing anything to go (laughs) out Tristan Thompson. If Kevin Durant was holding him back, he wasn't trying very hard. That's true. Yeah. I mean, if Kevin Durant stepped in front, um, like it's very easy to punch around Kevin Durant because he's like the skinniest guy in the NBA. <laughs> no, before the fight was done, he was already tweeting under an anonymous name about it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Yeah. Right. Uh, so okay. Um, we always talk. I don't, I know you've never listened, Alan, but I listened. Uh, what when uh. At the end here, we always like to talk about what we're looking forward to next throughout the week. So we'll start with you, not to put you on the spot. Josh is on Ooh. vacation. So. Yeah, I haven't even thought about it, aside from the, aside from the next beer that I'm going to crack open as soon as I hang the phone up here. <laughs> um, so what I'm looking forward to, uh, I think a lot about what we talked about. I'm looking forward to see what the Nationals do, how they respond to, yeah. to the rumors uh, and everything that Happen. Well, especially mm-hmm. after putting up 25 runs now. Now yeah. the spotlight is on the Washington Nats. Yeah. So, Nationals. Josh, how yes. about you? The beer? I am looking forward to – I don't know if you guys are look as happy and excited about this as I am, but on Sunday we're all supposed to get together and drink beer together. 
Yeah, plus three. see, I, I thought this was only sports related. No, you could do anything. Oh, I'm looking forward to Sunday. <laughs> I was gonna okay. say Sunday, so now we're all just. So I yeah, I'm looking forward to going to Josh's. And, okay, uh, all right. right. I'm glad. I didn't. I didn't want to. I wanted to make sure I wasn't the only one who was. No, there. no, no, no. Riding, riding his dog around the right. backyard. Right. That's exactly yeah. what I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm also looking forward to the build to SummerSlam. That is because. <laughs> so, but we didn't even touch you know, on wrestling, Josh. Yeah, we didn't even touch on wrestling. You guys are going to have a podcast, another podcast, right after this now about yeah, wrestling, probably, maybe. right? Just another wrestling podcast. Why haven't you? Why haven't you guys started just another wrestling podcast? <laughs> Seriously, I okay. think that name's already taken. First of all, is it really? I think so. Oh well, then we'll okay. <laughs> we'll call it the the Colin and Allen Hour, the right, CNA, the CNA Canal. That, right. That's not right, is it? That's not right. <laughs> so. Uh, are you, <laughs> So tell us before we go, Josh. Tell us the best thing about being at the beach. Um, man, I tell you what, it's been. I've had two great days in the water. The only thing that, that makes the beach tolerable for me, aside from my beautiful wife, is to be able to get in the water safe. and enjoy the waves. And my son is finally of the age where I can take him out and we can jump Surf. the waves together and and you know have a blast out in the water. So the waves have been great. He's been eating that up. Do you and, throw him? No, nah, not in the <laughs> not in the ocean. But uh, you know, and I guess uh, he's he's been learning how to swim a little better this summer. So he's he's really enjoying you know me taking him out far. My wife doesn't particularly care care for how far I take him out. He uh, he um, can't go by himself, right? Nah, he can you know he can go in a little ways by himself. Is, that, you know, has he ever you like respect the ocean? Yeah, I was gonna say, has he ever gotten <laughs> caught in that current and ended up like three blocks down? Not, not yet. We've been pretty cognizant about how strong the current is, or at least I have. She usually, she won't even, she doesn't even want to watch. Like she doesn't even want to watch us out in the water because she's so scared <laughs> that we're gonna get sucked out to China or something like that. Um, so yeah, but I, if it's if it's calm enough, we just kind of let him go and do his thing. But it, that's been the best part so far, aside from the numerous many various beers I've, I've been enjoying. That's you should go to Dewey, Dewey Beer Company. I think that's the name. Um, we're, my, dad and I, my dad and I, I think, are going to go to a brewery um, tomorrow here, down here in um, Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. So That's where Cactus Jack is from. I know. That's why. That's, I, that's, why that's I not actually here. where they're at, right? <laughs> that's not actually where Josh is at, no. Okay. <laughs> Bang bang. Uh, <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> bang, bang. So, uh, well, we wish you the best, safest travels. Uh, we'll see you Thank on you. Sunday. We yes. will all bring our respective things. Like, um, What's on the menu? Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys, is there anything that I should cross off the menu? Is my question. Anything you, healthy. You guys... <laughs> okay. Well, obviously. And all red meat. Have you ever, yes. I will prob- have you ever grilled a Dorito? Light. <laughs> you will not have Coors Light. <laughs> Oh, okay. Not at okay. So I know you might not come now. Well, just you know, as long as you save space on the grill for my natty bow, we should be fine. <laughs> All right. Um, should uh, we mention that? Should we mention who we may have on in the uh, in the coming? Oh, weeks that's here? right. Yeah, we should we should mention that. So you confirm this, right, Josh? So yeah. So finally, we've mentioned we've mentioned through the last couple of months um, a, a connection that we have with Jason Fraley, who is movie critic at WTOP. And he writes a lot he, uh, about movies. He's been to the Oscars to cover the Academy Awards. Um, the guy is, you know, he's a 
he's been he's a Frederick native. He's been um, an intern at the News Post. So hopefully we can he, he's confirmed that he will he is definitely willing to come on as a guest sometime um, in the very near future, hopefully to, to talk about movies, probably sports movies. I told him that's probably what our discussion would center on. So Jason Fraley, hopefully coming on the show. We're going to have him on. And uh, Alan should know that you eventually you have watched Shattered Glass. Oh, I did. Yes. We didn't even get into that. Yeah. You watched Shattered Glass. He didn't like it that much, Alan. Wow. Yeah. I was I was um, I was impressed with it after after about a half an hour. Once it really got into the story and the wheels started moving and um sort of the investigation into the falsehood started taking place. It was the very beginning of the movie that I was not a fan of and how it portrayed like the, you know, I don't know. It just made journalists uh, out to be more glamorous than they actually are in some ways. Don't they all? Yeah. (laughs) And and it didn't, and it made me wonder really like how much, how much checking and rechecking and researching and stuff is actually done at, at other um, media companies, much more legitimate media companies. Um, wow! <laughs> we are, wow! We, what do you Shots mean? Fired. You don't know about our fact-checking department here? It's uh, a committee. I don't. Because if somebody, if somebody could, yeah, if somebody could hook me up with the fact-checkers. Um, you know, I'm normally like reading stories at eleven twenty yeah. at night and then slapping them on a page. I don't, I don't really know what fact-checking is. Well, so I, I don't know. I, didn't, I wasn't like a huge fan of the beginning of the movie. But once it got into the, the gist of the story, I was much more enthralled by it. Not a single not story. Not my favorite journalism movie. It's not my favorite, but I like it. I like and I liked it a lot. There isn't a single story that gets into seventy two hours without Bill Cauley reading it first. So that's my fact checker. <laughs> and he he makes all the calls. So okay. All that's, right. Well that's, I, that's just a I'm secret. glad you have somebody doing it. It's just a it's just a secret. So uh Happy summer. Happy vacation to you, Josh. Um, Alan, Thank thanks. Thanks for coming in. We didn't yeah, talk about wrestling, which makes me angry. Uh, There'll be other days. Hopefully when we start our when we start our new podcast, the WWF podcast. Yep. And then people. Well, no. I like the C. I like the CNA canal. The CNA canal. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, CNA canal. <laughs> we could have all these. The CNA canal, brother. We could. We could just do all wrestling impressions. Yeah, we could just do, the name. Yeah, I like yeah, it. I'm into that. Okay, so who's that, it, who's who's Alan's best wrestling impersonation? Real quick. Yeah, who is it? <laughs> Graham's gonna see that and go nuts. <laughs> All right, Josh, thanks so much. We'll see you. We'll see you on Sunday. All right. Looking forward to it. Bye.